Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. Shit! (laughs) Wow, Rem, it's been a while since you've dropped the ball like that. Good work, Rem, like our nice, smooth, fun opening that we've been doing for four fucking years. You weren't prepared for and just dropped the ball. Alright, start again. Start, start again. again. We're starting again after I'm that. I'm ready now. I'm ready now. You're ready now? Okay. Alright, sure. Uh, hi. Well, hello. Welcome to Anime Out of Context. This is a show we do. <laughs> no, you gotta do it right. Yeah, I gotta do it right now. I gotta, <laughs> yeah. I gotta fully do it right. Okay, I see how it is. Sure, I'll do it right. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I chomp into a big old frothy steak. <laughs> I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. I'm glad we went to the great effort to get that joke out. <laughs> that, that was worth it in the end. Uh, hey, Rem, welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, what, 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 what are we doing this week, Sean? <laughs> uh, this, this might come as a shock to you, Rem, but we're going to be watching an anime this week. <laughs> oh, okay. What anime? Uh, well, Rem, after the like like raw injection of shonen nonsense we got last week, I kind of wanted to dip into some shoujo this week. Okay, okay. And uh, with that in mind, I've got an uh, anime here that has been recommended to us quite a few times. Like, more times than I thought people actually watched this anime. Uh, yeah. But a lot of them are touting it as very good and uh, very wholesome in the right moments. Uh, which is interesting, to say the least. Uh, well, I mean, we, we've had wholesome anime before. Yeah, well, like, this is... Like this is from the shoujo uh, side of the of the of the coin, so it's not wholesome mixed with lots of horny. It's but is it still in the same brand of wholesome? That's like, oh god, I'm so alone, and this makes me feel slightly less alone. So therefore, it's wholesome. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with no for now. And if I'm wrong in part two, you're more than welcome to tell me. Uh, but <sighs> uh, like to start with, our main character is a girl. That's a nice that's a nice change of pace, you know. Okay. Um I mean that's pretty standard for shojo, but you never know. You never know these days. And uh our main character uh Shizuku Mizutani. Uh she is well, tell me if you've heard this one before. Uh she is the quiet uh antisocial uh book smart nerd girl. Ah, of course, of course. Uh but when I say antisocial, I mean like cold ice queen levels of antisocial kind of antisocial where it's like i'm just not gonna interact with people ever and just do what i do okay uh and she really only cares about doing well in school uh until one day who she fall in love with well now it doesn't start as love except it does okay 
Uh, <laughs> if you're if you're about to say like her teacher or something. No, 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 Rem. That would be ridiculous. No, no, she does not fall in love with her teacher. That would be okay. All kinds of gross. Uh, yes, agreed. Does that happen in some anime? Yes. Uh, is Too that much. what we're doing today? Absolutely not. No, no, no. Uh, no. This all changes when uh she meets uh a classmate, uh Haru Yoshida. Okay. What's uh, Haru's deal? Well, the thing about Haru is, is he hasn't really been to class since the beginning of the year. Uh, because, well, he got into a fight early on, and after that, uh, he just stopped coming to school. All right, so we got got two delinquents here. <laughs> Wait, you're telling me the the girl who all she cares about is doing good in school is a delinquent? Socially. <laughs> I don't think that qualifies them as being a delinquent, but you know what? Sure, Reb. Sure. Uh, All right, I'll be honest. Right now, it feels real bland and like something I've seen a million times. Yeah, yeah, no, that definitely does seem to be the case. Um, But here's the thing, Reb. They're crawfish. They're... (laughs) I I don't... Reb, there's so much wrong with that joke. There is so much wrong with that joke. <laughs> Can you even think of the logistics of being in a relationship with a crawfish? <laughs> well, no, Sean. I am a man, a human man. Yeah. So I would never be in a relationship with a crawfish, all right? But if they were both crawfish, well, of course they're having relationships together. <laughs> no. Show me this hashtag crawfish love. I don't, I don't want to see that. I, I personally do not want to see that. Uh, but the, the big Show thing... me that hashtag crawfish love under the sea. <laughs> I don't know how to, I don't know how to respond to that one, Ram. I don't know how to respond to your crustacean love stories. Like that is. All right. They're not crustaceans. What are they? Uh, what's going hum- on? They're humans. They're humans. Yeah. But what's going on? What, what's, what's the twist? What's, what's, what's the twist? The, what's the twist? What's the shenanigans? Uh, so the, the twist is that, um, Haru is, uh, Considered to be, like, a big, mean, violent troublemaker. Uh, but really, he's what all uh, people seem to crave, which I don't know if he fits this title uh, like these emails seem to say he does. But he is what the kids call a himbo. Is that okay. is that the sure. correct term? Yeah. Uh, except he's violent, which I don't think, I think automatically disqualifies him for himbo status. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like to be a proper himbo, like, himbos are... are... Like, they don't need to be pacifistic, right? right? But they're not inherently violent. They, they're they they're on, on the good side of things, for sure, on the alignment scale. Mm-hmm. Himbos, yeah. himbos are, are a source of positivity. Correct. And a lot of the emails I got and have described Haru as such. Uh, but at any rate, when uh, Shizuka meets Haru, uh, he also, they are quote-unquote, similar in similar ways, whereas they both don't understand human interaction all that well, but he's very much loud, bombastic, and uh, immediately saying, hey, we're going to be best friends type of thing. And then it's just the story of their romance and them trying to deal with each other's uh, interactions. And the title of this anime is mildly concerning. Oh, no. Uh, The Japanese title is Tonari no Kaibutsukun. Cap. And the English title is My Little Monster. Excuse me? (laughs) Pardon me? (laughs) Yeah, no, My Little Monster. Uh, The direct translation is uh, The Monster Next Door or My Neighbor Monster-kun. 
this anime is starting out at a disadvantage. <laughs> Just, it is. It's I. I'm gonna try to go in open-minded, but it it'll be a bit of an uphill battle initially. Look, just because like the cover art of this anime is Shizuka holding a chain that's attached to a collar around his neck. What the doesn't fuck? mean what anything. the fuck? Rem, what the fuck? People insist this is I a don't good want wholesome these BDSM romance. kids. <laughs> No, see, look, Rem- look, if you're into pet play, that's fine, all right? But public underage pet play, no, 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 I'm done, I'm look, out. I don't think it's pet play, Rem. I think it's just supposed to be a metaphor for how, like, wild and animalistic he is compared to, like, the... I do not care if your fetish is a metaphor, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you metaphorically fetishize these children i i don't like it (laughs) (laughs) well rev i think it's up to you to really decide if this is as wholesome as some people have claimed or if this is as good of a healthy romantic relationship as uh people have uh insinuated and yeah well let's see so without further ado let's dive straight into my little monster (laughs) i was not expecting you to compare this shoujo anime to fucking North Korea. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after watching four whole episodes of My Little Monster. And Rem, the people need to know, is this as uh, quote-unquote wholesome as some folks say? Or is this a lot more concerning than uh, I led you to believe? Uh, both? Both. Both? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> care to explain yourself, sir? I'm gonna lock in a solid both. Oh, man, I, I, I kind of gave, like, two ends of the spectrum there, bud. I did, well, I was... here, Sean, so, you're familiar with North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> I... <laughs> I mean, I... Probably wish I wasn't, but yes. <laughs> so, so um, you're you're uh, probably familiar with like the, you know, the tourism industry, or some might say propaganda industry of North Korea, where people can visit North Korea and be like, "Wow, this is much better than I was expecting," uh, b- because you're very deliberately being shown a very, very specific image of the nation, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This show, My Little Monster, is a little bit like that. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. You know, when I sat down to record today, uh, (laughs) I was prepared for a lot of, like, insights uh, and thoughts. I was not expecting you to compare this shoujo anime to fucking North Korea. Hey, but I think it's an apt comparison because uh, within My Little Monster, what it shows you are these wholesome moments between these characters. But then what it'll sort of gloss over that still comes up is how all of these characters are terrible people. Oh. Like, they are awful. (laughs) And it'll sort of just sidestep that. Like, it'll be like, oh, look, they're terrible people anyway. Isn't this cute? And you're like, wait, what was that? Well, what the fuck was that? <laughs> wait a minute. 
he can't just move on from that so quickly. Uh, and we'll, we'll see exactly what moments those are. Um, yeah, it's wild. It's a My Little Monster is like the most mundane fever dream one can have. Because the pacing is... It feels lightning fast at times. Like, so much happens in every episode. Uh, and, and y'all, let's just get started talking about the first episode so I can sort of prove that point. Fair enough. So, uh, we, we start uh, episode one with uh, the sort of, like, pseudo flashback. Uh, it, it's, man, so much has happened. This is a crazy story, and I can tell you so much about all of them. But I... I can't get ahead of myself. Let's start at the beginning, uh, which is always like unnecessary and doesn't contribute anything like that. That is a writer who just is like, I don't know how to start the story. <laughs> uh, Whereas if he just started the story, like after that point, it would have been fine. Genuinely, like there would be no difference. You are awkwardly filling time. And as it as I will get into, time is a precious commodity in the show that they do not have enough of. Uh, so we meet our, our main character, um, Shizuku, uh, and then we quickly get introduced to our other character, uh, Haru, and, uh, we, we, like, Haru is the phantom student. He hasn't shown up ever since an incident with some other students. Uh, then Haru and this guy Marco, uh, uh, they're chilling out in, I don't know what type of shop this is. This shop, it has two things. It has a single arcade machine, and then it has, uh, like, those uh, uh, baseball practice things. Yeah, it's a batting cage, my guy. Yeah, batting cage. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, it, has, <laughs> it has batting cages and one arcade machine. I yeah. don't know. I, like, uh, and as we later that, learn, I, I don't even know if this came up now, but it's in the mall. Um <laughs> It might have come up then, but I'll be honest. There's so much fucking information. So Haru uh, goes with, he's hanging out with Marco at this, I'm going to call it an arcade. I mean, it is literally just a batting center, just with an extra arcade machine. <laughs> just, okay, sure. Yeah, like, Why not? I mean, you, you got to do something while you're waiting. Why is there so much room devoted to the non-batting center uh, because you gotta wait for, cause it, it, I mean, batting cages are fairly popular over there, as far as I'm aware. But no one's ever there except well, our main characters. Well, yeah, Rem, because that's how the writer decided it should be. <laughs> like, Rem, like I, I, I can't just explain an industry and in an anime whether if it's a poorly represented version of said industry. But like sometimes it doesn't Rem, help that like when we're introduced to the batting center, they don't do any batting when we get introduced to it like that's not what we see at all uh it's very strange uh but uh they they chat then marco jumps out of the window which he's prone to doing um he he and uh because okay let's try to fucking summarize this shit shizuku shows up to talk with haru uh one of her teachers wants her to talk with him or whatever uh, Haru will pin her down to the ground and ask if she's the spy. She's like, no. And he's like, all right, cool. Uh, and then forgets about it. Uh, Shizuku doesn't really want to help the teacher convince Haru to go back to school. Later on, Haru will pull Shizuku into an alley, um, make a wildly alarming comment 
Uh, skip forward 15 seconds, uh, if you so choose, because, oh boy, he, he says, make one peep and I'll rape you. Uh, what a lovely start to this show, Joe. Yeah. Uh, he, <laughs> then he's like, come with me. He hops in a box, solid snake style, which you might think, is it going for slapstick? And like, sort of, but only in this episode, really. Uh, then he takes her to a riverbed where a Rottweiler or something is, is tied uh, to a post and he's taking care of it. And then um, she's actually, a goon. She's... Actually, Rem, I'm fairly certain that's a Doberman. Oh, you know, it was it was a do- Doberman, yeah. <laughs> Little Doby. 100%, you're right. Uh, and, and so then we learned that Shizuku has never liked animals, and we cut to a scene of when she's young and the class pet, an adorable little rabbit, died, and she just didn't give a shit. Uh, she was like, all right, I'm going to head out now. Uh, how, are we building sympathetic characters? <laughs> Threats of sexual assault and saying "fuck dead animals" is this how? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> but we'll continue. We'll continue. Uh, they, they, Shizuku returns the dog to its owner, uh, and then she has food with Haru. Uh, and then we meet a a casual gang uh, that Haru is sort of friends with, but they ask Haru for money, and Shizuku concludes from this. That they're actually, they actually don't give a single shit about Haru and are just using him for money. Which, canonically in the story, is, I think, true. But, that's not enough to make that big assumption. Uh, It's a very weird interaction. Uh, Well, you have to factor in the fact that uh, Shizuku is fully uh, convinced that uh, Haru is one of the biggest idiots on God's green earth. Which sometimes he sort of is, but also he's the smartest man on God's green earth. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, So, uh, we learn that Haru is very interested in school, but also terrified of it. Uh, As they're chatting, uh, Shizuku is like, yo, they're taking advantage of you. They're bad friends. They're not really your friends. So, Haru uh, dumps his juice right onto her and is like, how dare you? Uh, And then she tosses her shake at him in response. Uh... It, okay, uh, then, later, the teacher comes to Shizuku and says that Haru is going to be expelled if he doesn't show up soon, so Shizuku goes to tell Marco at the batting cages, uh, to tell Haru that he'll be expelled, uh, uh, then there's some baseball, uh, then she sees his so-called friends, and she tells them off for not being really friends, and they're like, what the fuck? But then Haru shows up, and I guess protects her? That's the feeling it wants to evoke? I didn't feel like she was in danger, but Haru evidently did. So he protects her. Uh, then they walk home together, and they they give a big hug, and he's like, okay, I'll try to go to school. Uh, and then and then Haru's like, oh, by the way, I, 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 I'm in love with you. And there's like a beautiful sunset in the background, right? Uh, and he's like, I am in love with you. She's a goop. Um, and, and you'd think, like I did, that that would be the end of the episode. A lot has happened. A lot has happened, and that makes sense. Like, Mm. beautiful sunset, he confesses his feelings. We're halfway through! (laughs) 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 This is halfway through the first episode! (laughs) Now, Rem, is that really fair? It's technically like 14 minutes into the episode. Is that really (laughs) happening? 
I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I mean, I told you four episodes of the show would be enough to give you a vibe. Holy shit. So, uh, she's the coolest, never had someone crush on her before, so she's awkward about it. Uh, Haru shows up at school and he's wildly dysfunctional. He does not know how to work in society or school. Uh, he just follows Shizuku around, doesn't understand why she studies at all, uh, and it's very distracting to her. Uh, and then we learned that he's actually a super genius. He knows, uh, all the schoolwork, uh, and he would have, he would score amazingly if he wrote his name down sometimes. Uh, Shizuku needs to prep for midterms. Uh, and then, I don't really know what happens here. She's kidnapped by people who Haru thinks robbed him by generally asking him for money and he beat them up. And I don't know why she, like, she's, I don't know why she was kidnapped by them and taken to a different class, but she uses it to study. But then Haru shows up and is ready to kick ass, but then he accidentally completely punches Shizuku in the face and she gets a bloody nose. So she tells off Haru. Uh, then it turns out Shizuku, she got number one score on the midterm. So she's happy about that. She meets Haru at the batting cages. Uh, they hang out and she's like, hey, Haru, I, I, oh, wait, no, she doesn't tell him yet, but she realizes she has feelings for Haru uh, and, and thanks him. Uh, he gets better at school. Then they get Monja together. Uh, and then they share a kiss, and then he's like, oh, but that didn't make my heart flutter. I don't know. Uh, and and then we the, the episode ends with a chicken epilogue. Uh, all right, that was episode one. You know, seems cohesive. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> this show needs to slow way the fuck down. Uh. <laughs> like, I just... I don't know, man. Uh, that makes me feel overwhelmed. <laughs> so you're saying that this show has some problems. <laughs> yes. <laughs> very, very much so. This is not a polished show. It is... Uh, I feel like there's a good show here. Because there are genuinely like wholesome moments. The relationships are pretty decent, right? Uh, there, there's some actual chemistry going on, uh, and, and the general formula is different enough, but the pacing and some of the writing decisions are just so god-awful. Like, I, once again, I don't think the show knows that these are bad people. <laughs> like, they are bad people who sometimes do good things, but mostly they're terrible, beating the shit out of people who don't deserve it. Shizuku is just an asshole to everybody. Like, they're not good people. They just sometimes happen to do good things. And for that, the show is like, wow, they're good at their core. I don't think that's how that works. I don't think you get to be shitty 90% of the time and then say that the 10% of the time you're good is the part that's really representative of you. <laughs> like, you don't get to be like, oh, no, like, the one good deed I did, that that was really coming from the heart, though. So all the other stuff doesn't matter. No, you're an asshole. <laughs> well, Rem, maybe, like, uh, the whole premise is, hey, these guys are kind of bad people at the beginning. But as the show goes on, like, there's character development and they become better uh, people and understand how to interact with each other, you know, at a, at a more human level. I'd be wildly skeptical because I don't think 
the show recognizes that they're bad people. Like, it it says, like, oh, they, they're a little bit flawed sometimes. They have something to learn from each other. That's about it. Uh, and let, let's go to episode two. Episode two, uh, Haru, Haru needs to do uh, makeup exams because he forgets to put his name on stuff. Uh, and then we see Haru has adopted a chicken that hangs out around the school. Uh, one girl wants to ask Shizuku for for assistance. Uh, and her name is Asako, and she's really ditzy, and she just wants to live online and doesn't like the real world. Uh, Shizuku won't help, but, uh, Haru will if he introduces her to, introduces him to her online friends, because Haru just wants to make friends. Um, then we meet, uh, a baseball kid named Sasayan, who's old friends with Haru, sort of, and... Uh, Shizuku is like, hey, can I ask you a favor? And we learned that the flip favor is to take care of the chicken, which doesn't last any amount of time. Because we learn about it at the end of this episode, like the very, very end of this episode. And then it's over by the very, very beginning of the next episode. So I don't know what the point was. Because <laughs> it just sort of doesn't exist. But uh, she asks him that for some reason. Uh, Asako, the, the ditzy online girl, she's in despair. She's going to fuck it all up. Shizuku decides to help out because uh, apparently, I don't know, Haru's help is inadequate for some reason that's not clarified. Uh, they pull an all-nighter and Asako, she gets a good enough score. Uh, and then they, we have the offline meeting uh, with, with Haru and Asako and you're like, oh, that could be a fun scene. No, they immediately skip it, and they're like, oh, it went terribly. Uh, Haru just fucked it all up. Okay, sure. Um, and then Shizuku, she falls asleep on the rooftop after pulling the all-nighter and accidentally skips class uh, and is like, oh, man, it's crazy. The old me would have never done this. It's been one episode. What are you talking about, the old me? Ah, yes, 22 minutes ago, I was such a different person. I mean, but now it's been a it's been a couple days, like in. I mean, show. don't get me wrong; like so much has happened, <laughs> but that's all the more reason you don't have an oh the old me monologue in episode two. <laughs> like something has gone awry in the pacing department. If you have that kind of monologue in episode two, if you're like, oh look how far we've come, uh, it's episode two. <laughs> Uh, and then Shizuku expresses her love to Haru. All right. Also, this episode two, I tried to abridge as much as possible because oh, a yeah, lot no. more happened. I could have had a description as long as episode one. I cut like half of it out because Jesus fucking Christ. This show's fucking with me. <laughs> the, I, oh, my God. Uh, so episode three. Uh, Shizuku immediately gets very nervous about her declaration of love and says she was lying. Uh, Haru doesn't believe her and asks her out. And then she says, oh, no, I really was lying. And he's like, oh, OK. Uh, Sasayan uh, returns the chicken now that we barely learned he was taken care of. Uh, and then they form the rooster committee and they're going to build a coop for the rooster committee. Uh, and, and so the chicken has a coop. And so they go to the mall. Is that a spinoff of the turtle club? Damn right it is. Fuck, I hate, I... why did I make that joke? God damn it. <laughs> Am I cock enough for the cock committee? I... All right. <laughs> I... All right. No. 
<laughs> we have fun here. Oh, God. I don't think we do. Not anymore. Not after that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> after that, I don't think fun can ever be had ever again. <laughs> uh, uh, so at, at the mall, we see the old gang friends, I guess. Uh, and the gang friends, they call Sasion a twerp. So Sasion just immediately resorts to violence, which we haven't seen him resort to violence. And he says he, he's never gotten a fight before, but his first instinct, they're like twerp. He tosses his, uh, his basket full of shit right into one of their faces and then they run away. Uh, but Shizuku is, she's slow as fuck. So instead Haru has to show up and beat the shit out of him too. And then they all run away. They initiated this. These gang friends are being portrayed as the villains when they haven't done anything. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Anyway, they buy wood. They start trying to make a coop. Uh, and uh, then the gang friends show up again. And they apparently, they like, I don't know, they feel bad or something. Maybe like they do care about Haru and want to apologize, but not. I don't know. I don't know what their deal is. They they feel wildly uninteresting and unnecessary to anything that's going on. Uh, but they get roped into helping build the coop. Uh, the coop, which for some reason suddenly has camouflage on it. Sure, why not? Uh, the chicken loves it. The chicken loves the coop. Everything's great. Uh, once they part ways and Shizuku is alone with Haru, she confesses her love to him properly this time. Uh, but Haru is a little bit scared and nervous about like how to move forward. So she's like, okay, I'll start over and I'll make you fall in love with me again, um, I guess. I don't, the motivations here, I I don't know if they're poorly explained or if it's simply moving at such a lightning speed that I couldn't gather everything I needed to gather, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't know if, if it's done poorly or if it's just done too quickly where now I feel like I'm missing something. Uh, nonetheless, Haru... Uh, gets a text that some mysterious, like, Yuzan or some shit is uh, here. And so he's like, oh, no, we need to find a place to stay. So Shizuku uh, takes him home for the night. Uh, meanwhile, Yuzan shows up at the batting cages. He has some sweets for Haru. And he also thinks that Haru is a coward for running. I don't know. That's episode three. The most confusing of these <laughs> so far. Uh, I will also add... Haru, like, you're, it could be, like, sort of wholesome romance, but literally every time there's, like, a declaration of love here or even a mention of love between them, Haru is like, oh, yeah, I'd love to fuck you. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Without fail. And, like, that feels like it sort of does reduce the wholesomeness substantially, where it's like, with how socially inept he is, I feel like the only conclusion one can draw is that Haru thinks that's what love is. And therefore, who knows if he actually has feelings for her or if he's just horny. And I don't think he would be able to tell the difference. <laughs> How the show has presented him, he would not be able to tell the difference. And all the evidence we've had where it's like, oh, of course I love you. I'm in love with you. I want to fuck you. That's what that means, right? That's they are equivalent. I want to bone, therefore love. Uh, what a clusterfuck of a show. Uh, but we got one more episode. Uh, let's see, episode one, uh, we can... Episode four? Episode four, yeah. Mm -hmm. We can skip the first, like, five scenes. That, that <laughs> seems like a lot, Rem. You'd think, uh, all right, let me, let me quickly cover them. 
Haru talks about how the house is haunted because of Shizuku's creepy brother. Uh, then exam scores are in. Haru is actually first uh, place. Shizuku takes it a little bit poorly. It's not the plot of the story, though. So she goes to her teacher. She's goes and she's like, why did I get this question wrong? And the teacher is apparently brokenhearted uh, after something. And Shizuku's answer is actually correct or something. I don't know. There we go. None of that matters. All of it was there. None of it mattered. Uh, Haru uh, happens to glare at people and Shizuku is like, what if instead of glaring, you actually smiled at them? Uh, so he does, and all the girls fall for him, which makes Shizuku jealous. Uh, then, is that a plot line? Not really. Uh, then we have Sports Day. A shy girl uh, happens to get bullied by others on Sports Day. Uh, Haru defends her and gets in a fight, and everyone is afraid of him. And Shizuku is like, what the fuck, Haru? You can't keep doing this shit. Uh, then... Haru's like, if I win my next game, how about we go to the beach or something or something like that? And he wins. So they go uh, fishing and swimming up in the mountains. Uh, and Marco is there too. And Marco starts talking about family relations and how he's related to uh, to Haru. And they, they briefly like mention Yuzan, uh, but Haru shuts down. Uh, when they return, they go to the batting cages, and Yuzan is there. So Haru runs away, but everyone else is like, "No, we'll stay. We don't. We don't need to go check on our friend who just ran away from here." So they talk to. I mean, to be uh, fair, what, he runs away a lot. He does. It <laughs> and is, he's it very is a fast. Like uh, we 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 see that Yuzan is Haru's brother, and Haru doesn't like him for very nebulous reasons. It's sort of just like, oh, he has a brother complex. Who knows? Uh, after that, Haru grabs Shizuku into an alley again. They talk about the brother and how Haru hates him. They go back home and smash some watermelons. And then Shizuku asks Haru on a proper date. Uh, all right. Once again, I cut out a lot because there's just a lot that happens that doesn't matter, which can be fine, but also too much happens in the first place. <laughs> the, this show's fucking wild, dude. And it has like... It, it has really good elements, right? Like, there are genuinely wholesome moments. There is a good dynamic there. But, mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's just so unpolished and unrefined and so goddamn messy and fast. And it just needs to chill the fuck out. <laughs> it needs to chill the fuck out, do another revision, and then it would be really good. For now, though, it's a clusterfuck. <laughs> well, uh, considering how the show is 10 years old, I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon. Yeah. Because uh, if I recall correctly, when I was doing the research uh, for the show, when I got to episode 13, uh, which is the last episode of, of the season, at the very end, like there's a sentiment of, man, I hope we can do this next year. <laughs> it's been 10 years. <laughs> it's, been, it's been 10 years. They, I, they they were like, oh, this this will get us a sequel. And then the publishers were like, no, it won't. <laughs> that, no. That does that does seem to be the case. I'm not saying that is definitely the case. But they're... If we do this, they'll have to give us a sequel. They were incorrect. <laughs> I mean, look, it could still happen. I mean, loads of shows are getting sequels these days, you know, a decade later. Uh... A couple that are coming out this year that people have been like, hey, it's about time. Is this show one of those? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, the, the show, 
unfortunately, because I, I feel like it had potential to be something really high quality, really memorable, really fun. But unfortunately, the only thing I'm going to remember is how chaotic it was. And that will pro- and probably the chicken. I was about to say, of course you'll remember Nagoya, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> the chicken was cute. Chicken, chicken was pretty cute. Love me, cute animal. Uh, so if you had to take a guess, Rem, what do you think the mouse score for this show is? I mean, it's still, let me be clear, it's better than a lot of shoujo nonsense we've seen before. Right. Because at least it has, like, the emotional side of things. Like, it exists there, right? There is chemistry, which the number of times we've seen relationships with zero chemistry. Uh, and it, it's a little bit different, even if it's mostly the same. Uh, it's not the exact same as everything else. Uh, so I guess I'd go like 7.4? Oh. 7.41. Okay. Well, with a staggering 552,000 ratings on this show. <laughs> oh, that is more than I expected. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah no. That well, is way more than I expected. No, when this show came out, it, like, the two, during 2012, uh, The Dark Times, as you recall, uh, it was kind of a breath of fresh air for a lot of things, because, you know. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, uh, My Little Monster currently is sitting at 7.49 on Mal. I got, I got pretty close. You were, uh, like, almost spot on. I'm getting, like, I'm telling you guys, there's a few misses, uh, where I'm way off, but more and more, I, I'm figuring out exactly where the weebs are are rating this shit like which i don't know if that's a good thing that i'm that you're humming in on their mindset yeah that i'm understanding the psychology of weebdom yeah uh because like a lot of people as you might expect uh rated this show pretty like like above average is like the general consensus i let me put it this way i feel like this show isn't the kind of show that's divisive right i don't feel like this is uh, oh, a ton of people are rating 10, ton of people are rating 1. I feel like it's a show where a lot of people are just like, yeah, it's pretty good, I guess. You don't think that, but that's what the weebs think. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, oh, and I forgot to ask as well. Uh, I asked the question, because I'm, I'm not a himbologist, as I'm sure you're aware. Uh, do you think Haru qualifies for himbo status, or do you think he's too much of an of a violent asshole for that to be? I I, I think the show the show thinks he's a himbo. Okay. The show they think they have written a himbo. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think he's a himbo. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, he's just an asshole. <laughs> he he yeah he he's an asshole who's nice sometimes. That's it. Fair enough. And then Shizuku who is an asshole who's. Nice if she wants to fuck you. <laughs> I don't I don't know if that's the best way to phrase that. I mean, but it's sort of right though. She's not kind to anybody else. Even when she's kind to uh to the Ditsy girl, it's just as a conduit of it's like an extension of her crush on Haru. And then she'll like put up with baseball kid and Ditsy girl, but she's never like nice to them name me an instance where she is nice to someone and it isn't haru or because of haru uh there might be one or two moments uh like 
in episodes five through thirteen, but that's, <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, really yeah. that's not really relevant to the conversation now, is it? Look, the, the Ice Queen has to warm up at some point, you know. Like that—that's that's the the character arc we're going through here. <laughs> Whether or not we're going through it well is another story entirely. But you know, that's what they're going for. That's what they're going for. It's a mess. <laughs> so I suppose with that in mind, Rem, is uh, would you by chance like to watch a little bit more of My Little Monster with me sometime? Look, it's not worth devoting my attention to, and it's impossible to watch in the background because there's way too much going on. So probably not. No, no. no. You don't think this will be our, one of our most requested revisits because uh, <laughs> people will be like, so. "How dare you not do the Christmas episodes, you monsters!" Uh, never heard that line before. Uh, yep. <laughs> well, I suppose with that in mind. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed Remington losing his fucking mind over shoujo nonsense, then please head on over to wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify. Uh, We do read every single one. But if that is still not enough for you, you can head on over to twitch.tv slash animeoutofcontext where myself, Remington, and Dylan do occasionally play video games very poorly. And if that is still not enough for you, you can head on over to patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext where you gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus material, including having the opportunity to be thanked live on the podcast. So, Rem, who are we thanking this week? As always, we would like to send our regards to all of our bland bitch protagonists as well as our magical girls who we really appreciate. But moving on, we reach our yandere waifus, who, I mean, this one, it, it, like, the anime equivalent, it's just beating the shit out of everyone still and that's just yandere so it just fits this anime it, it works um on that list we have alex xanax yandere neko you hear wings club is my favorite anime why shown why sean walk me home gently way to shell tyler worley sumugi is way cuter than anya and that's just facts trenton farrell travis j humphrey totally god tony tony choppa tim westy the susanator the one who really felt spoken to that felt really weird to come out in the Shitting Frog anime, but was happy to use the Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. <laughs> uh, the Remsipede is my favorite anime. Jesus uh, Christ. The Big Bean, the one anime dude who's also a duck. Tetsuo13 says joke's on you. Earwig and the Witch is a Ghibli movie. Take my cheeks. Squirrel. Spistus, the nemesis of Ratskiller, the sub-god. Uh, Spiffy, silent secondary, sl- sightless reality, shoujo addict who doesn't need help, just more manga to read and anime to watch, Sean, punish Rem and make him watch Excel World, School Days and Clannid for the feels, Salty Pretzel, Ross Palmer, Rip to the creator of Yu-Gi-Oh! Kazuki Takahashi, the four kids up of the anime, was my first at age seven or something, uh, Rhiannon Williams, Remington Merrill, Rem gave me depression, oh boy, an ounce of serotonin, don't mind if I do, no waifu, no laifu, Nick Harvey, Makeka Seven Hierto, Mexican Gone Freaks, Maya Sizitsi, Matthew Drum says Dylan's an angel, Matthias Rodas, Man the Person Fern, Matt O2Max, Lizzie Luke O, Logan Evans, King Rich Rock, Casey Mosley, Cassidy, Just a Traveler, Jax, Jam Hands, It's My Birthday, May 20th, so I'm now gotten taking over the podcast, ISIS, but only a terrorist, only for terrorist acts committed by birds, Iron-Blooded Orphan Slaps, I, Remington, am a Kappa, and I love to steal everyone's butt balls. <laughs> uh, I'm lonely, so I watch anime. I want Rev to ruin Darling at the Franks for me. I've heard what is happening. It looks like it is finally my turn, says Miska, appearing with superb timing. Hunter Davies? Hey, you, cuckoo, cuckoo, I'm the freaking walrus over here. Uh, Glenn Michael Dolan, Funk of Love, Fox and Boy. Friend of the podcast, Adam Sandler, the God Emperor of Mankind. 
Farmer Weeb's bad pickup line of the week. Do you play Elden Ring? Because I'm maidenless. Uh, <laughs> Fantide, <Good laughs> Extreme Cobra, Epic Amy, Elite Knight, Drink Milk to Prevent Wobbly Bones, not a conspiracy, Dickite, Mimicin, Pikachurin, uh, Tris, Pentafluorethyl, Trifluorophosphate, also known as FAP, and Final, Trans 1-4-Bis-4-Pridaleth, uh, Crumbslut's Bakery, new hidden location in Uranus. Creed 13, Shy 900, Cheese Monkey, Chainsaw Man will be getting a white sword set sometime next year. Hopefully Dylan is excited. I, I know the uh, Shonen Flop guys will be. Uh, yep. Cage in the house, Brockhart for Geodudes, Blood for the Blood God, Skulls for the Skull Throne, Big Blue Bear Boy, Are Kappa's Turtly Enough for the Turtle Club. Also, they have three anuses. Do they have three anuses? Yeah. Do Cap Kappa's have three buttholes? Kappa's are weird, man. Like that. <laughs> I gave uh, you Elise the Cliff Howard. Notes version of Kappa's in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> Elise Howard and AJ Honey. And finally, last but not least, uh, Sean read this. Oh, okay, he will. That sweet, silky no. frog-ass juice. Mm. No. <laughs> Welcome, Dan. I'm Sean Rollins, and I, I love that sweet, sweet, silky frog-ass juice. Uh, you sound wow, like fucking right, Mr. Bill. <laughs> <laughs> like... Your bad impression of me has just devolved into fucking Mr. Bill. Like, how am I supposed to cope with that? It's the be become the fucking gingerbread man. I'm Sean Rollins! <laughs> not, not the gumdrop buttons! <laughs> uh, next we move on uh, over to Hogwarts to the Boy Wizard tier, where everyone is going to get a, a title of a love poem. It's up to you to look them up yourself. Uh, and this represents your love, whatever it is. Uh, warning, you're 799 episodes away. Uh, Come and Be My Baby my, by Maya Angelou. Uh, Vincent Calabrese, The uh, Bird Understander by Craig Arnold. <laughs> what a title. Uh, the Great Butt Ball of Despair. You get Habitation by Margaret Atwood. Stupid Sexy Nergigante? Nergigante? I still don't know how to pronounce it. Variations on the Word Love, also by Margaret Atwood. Shuffleboard is Totes a Sport. The More Loving One by W.H. Auden. Rap Visa, The Finish, and The One Who's Slowly Melting in the Summer. You get uh, To My Dear and Loving Husband by Anne Bradstreet. Please Watch Healer Girl, A Cute Slice of Life About Using Music to Heal People. Also, Rem and Still a Girl. Uh, you get Always for the First Time by Andre Breton. My Afro Ate My Dog. You get Love and Friendship by Emily Bronte. Momo the Griff, To Be in Love by Gwendolyn Brooks. Mike Wants an Overlord Review, How Do I Love Thee by Elizabeth Barrett Browning. Uh, Miguel Dalion, you get A Red Red Rose by Robert Burns. Maitawa says first three arcs of Bakamonogatari is just eight episodes. You get She Walks in Beauty by Lord Byron. Latinos Eats Death and Anime for Breakfast. You get Love is a Fire that Burns Unseen by Luis Vaz de Camus. Oh, I fucked that up. Uh, mm -hmm. Jacob Payne, uh, you get A Beautiful Senor by Cyrus Castles. Inuyasha is my favorite cryptid. You get Rondell of Merciless Beauty by uh, by good old Jeffrey Chaucer. Harrison, you get Love Comes Quietly by Robert Creeley. Go ahead, call the cops. It won't stop the memes, Sean. Fuck you. Damn right. Uh. Uh, you get I Carry Your Heart With Me, I Carry It In by E.E. E. Cummings. Uh, Dylan, when are you taking over? You get, uh, oh, I'm not going to try and pronounce that. I would just fuck that up. Uh, you get Married Love by Guan Dao Sheng. Uh, Demon... Ray 13, you get Heart We Will Forget Him by Emily Dickinson. Crimson Reapers, just because of the scythes, you get Aaron Angels by John Don. Beethoven 1201, you get Flirtation by Rita Dove. Aw oh, man, that ginger Irish fuck pissed himself on stream. What the fuck? 
to watch our Twitch stream so you can possibly watch Sean piss I did nothing of the sort. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Oh, I'm dying. I'm dying. You get uh, love by Carol Ann Duffy. Uh, (laughs) I'm in hell. This is hell. It's one of my favorite in a while. All right, uh, next up, we have Aaron Hegland. Uh, you get uh, Before You Came by uh, Faze Ahmed Faze. Uh, and last but not least, for the Boy Wizards 2 section, I have to show you my Rule 34 of UE. It is my favorite of my many folders. You get Lines Depicting Simple Happiness by Peter Gizzy. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, <laughs> now we go to uh, to the inappropriate Joey Wheeler tier everyone's favorite tier uh where you know uh we focus a lot on school in this anime so everyone's gonna be assigned a very weird uh course that does exist and sean will tell you why you personally need to take that course as joey wheeler uh so we start with the redneck weeb returns thanks to moonshine and jiggle physics and uh you will uh get the course uh and i'm just on uh bestlifeonline.com with all these courses you know uh, best source. Uh, you get a uh, tree climbing. <laughs> and I've got to say, as Joey Wheeler, as Joey Wheeler, why they should be taking this course. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> what are you gonna do if a bear chases you? Come on, you gotta figure out how to get up there. <laughs> uh, Rem is so thick his ass claps and he walks, and the world echoes with applause. I'm disturbed yet flattered. <laughs> uh, your course is getting dressed. <laughs> <laughs> that good old course of getting dressed. Uh, spoiler alert, if you go outside and you're not wearing pants, uh, you'll probably get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up we have Raftalia's My Anime Waifu will return in September. Uh, you get South Park and Contemporary Social Issues. This is a course? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, <laughs> if you take this course, you'll really show how high IQ you need to have to watch South Park. <laughs> Uh, next up we have Magic Ice Ball, and, uh, you need to take Cryptozoology. What the hell are you gonna do if Bigfoot shows up at your doorstep? You gotta, you gotta be ready every you, Every moment. time, every time. Uh, next up we got, I spend too much time playing Overwatch, please help. Well, instead yeah. of that, take, uh, this course on the Game of Thrones. <laughs> I mean, look, y'all, you, you gotta be prepared for the disappointment eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next up, Dylan Army General, glory to the editor, hashtag Dylan is waifu, hashtag communism for books. I can type a lot, damn. Uh, your course is making Whoopi, Goldberg's <laughs> Canon. Okay, okay, oh, the, the pause was deceptive. Why, well, it, it, it is, uh, a, a colon, it is making Whoopi, colon, Goldberg's Canon. I, like, dude, I don't even know what this course even fucking means, uh... It's all about looking at the filmography of Whoopi Goldberg. I go watch Star Trek: The Next Generation. That's that's mine. <laughs> that, that it'll tell you about that. <laughs> Next up, we got my dear old mom, uh, who, who's gonna take Elvish. I <laughs> look. The University of Wisconsin Madison once had a course on Elvish, Lord of the Rings Elvish. Oh, Sindarin. 
Fuck. The chorus was called Elvish. Uh, well, yeah, because if you say Sindarin, people are like, what the fuck is Sindarin? And then you take the class, it's like, eh, well, there are actually several different uh, versions of Elvish in Tolkien's Lord of the Rings. Okay, just so, why, so as Joey Wheeler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so if you take this class, you can really, uh, uh, flaunt your nerd cred. Like, people say Klingon, nah, nah, nah. Sindarin is where it's at. Uh, next up, we got Chelsea Nassbaum, and, uh, you will take The Amazing World of Bubbles. <laughs> Guaranteed, this class will blow. <laughs> Alright, that's, that's, that's solid. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got Blood Cell, not the white one. Uh, and you'll take Demystifying the Hipster. Uh, haven't you ever been to a coffee shop and thought to yourself, man, feels like I'm on safari? <laughs> that's, that's basically it. <laughs> Next up, we got Anime Girl, who's going to be taking Surviving the Coming Zombie Apocalypse, Disasters, Catastrophes, and Human Behavior. Uh, man, we, you gotta get your psychology credit somehow. All right, and next up, finally going above and beyond, we have none other than Dylan Hayden, who uh, is, is getting the best of of all courses. I think uh, I, I think we'll be able to agree on this. You'll you'll be able to uh, really make a career out of this bowling industry management and technology. Ugh. <laughs> uh, now listen here, if you. If you're gonna take any job whatsoever, you gotta take the job that lets you make constant Big Lebowski references. This is the and course plus, for you. bowling, it's such a thriving industry yeah. in 2022. Yeah, no, I've definitely been bowling in the past decade, that's for certain. <laughs> Uh, thank you all uh, so much. If you want to reach out, whether it's a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter, or send an email over on to AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. We love and appreciate you very, very much. And as always, don't fuck your sister. A oh, man, that that ginger Irish fuck pissed himself on stream. What a mockery of a human being. Hey, Sean. Where were you going to go when you die? Um, as much as I like the idea of, like, a heaven, um, I think Putin's going to fuck me. Public underage pet play. Fuck yeah, brother. I dig that shit. Am I cock enough for the cock committee? <laughs>